0: Independent Report has found no evidence of an orchestrated pro-Russia campaign behind the inappropriate editing of international news stories by an RNZ web journalist. But it concludes the reporter breached editorial standards in RNZ's international news contract and the organisation created the conditions that allowed that to happen. The report authors included media lawyer William Akel and lawyer and former broadcaster Linda Clark. They found no evidence of malicious intent on the part of the journalist but do conclude his actions constituted a gross breach of trust and damaged RNZ's reputation. The report makes 22 recommendations, and they include changing RNZ's editorial structure so its digital news team is integrated into its broader news division without unnecessary delay to ensure consistent editorial control, creating a senior role to oversee editorial performance and encourage a culture of editorial integrity increased editorial training and it also suggests that there be a formal review of staffing levels, budget and workload of its digital news team. The external review was commissioned after allegations that international news stories were being doctored to contain propaganda. Well, joining us now is RNZ Board Chair, Jim Mather. Kia ora, Jim.
1: Uh, Kia ora, Lisa.
0: In your mind, what are the main failings here?
1: Well, Before I go to the failings, I just want to say that uh, the board welcomes the the report, the recommendations, and we're going to move very quickly to implement um, each and every one of them. Uh, The main failings are the fact that um, we have uh, not integrated our digital news into the news division and that we have um, uh, not uh, fulfilled our responsibility to provide uh, the required level of training and support uh, to um, part of our organisation.
0: Who is responsible for that?
1: Well, ultimately, um, uh, the board takes responsibility for everything that happens in the organisation at an operational level. The, um, the chief executive has responsibility at that point. And so uh, that's a matter uh, that will have to be um, uh, covered with the uh, chief executive.
0: And what conversations have you had with him?
1: Oh, um, we've had several ongoing conversations about uh, this issue right from the outset, and one of the key points has been, and I've emphasised this throughout, is that uh, we wanted to be totally transparent in the way the review was done. We're going to leave no stone unturned, and we're going to be prepared to accept the findings, implement them, and make uh, RNZ a much uh, stronger organisation.
0: The chief executive is arguably criticised in the report for his actions in the aftermath and referring to pro-Kremlin garbage. The report finds that they were unhelpful comments and probably further undermined confidence in RNZ. Your thoughts on that, Jim? We
1: well, you understand why the review panel uh, took that position. I was also criticised for my very robust response and it was in terms of anything that impacts the trust factor associated with RMZ is something that I the Chief Executive and the Board take um, extremely seriously. So whilst we understand uh, that criticism uh, the context was that um, uh, it was a situation whereby uh, there was a sense of erosion of public confidence. The Board responded very quickly with the appointment of the review panel and uh, we can understand why the Chief Executive responded very strongly in his own way.
0: Does RNZ's senior leadership retain your confidence?
1: The chief executive um, retains my confidence and the chief executive's ability to corral the executive team to actually effect these changes retain our confidence.
0: Do you think they retain the confidence of the public?
1: Uh, I uh, can't comment on that. Um, Lisa, well, what are your concerns there, Jim? I concerns about what, Lisa?
0: Confidence in this organisation and the people who are leading it.
1: Oh, I've got full confidence in the organisation and the people leading it. I'm just referring back to your your question about what the public's views. may be. I can't possibly comment on that.
0: Jim, in order for this organisation to be successful, the public have to have confidence in the product that it produces. So, do, do you think? That we retain RNZ retains the confidence of of the public, or there is um, some patching of the relationship that is required.
1: Oh, well, uh, by virtue of the fact that we are the most trusted public media um, media organisation in all New Zealand, I, I would state we retain the uh, confidence of the public. But I'm not resting on our laurels, and um, as a on behalf of the board, we know that there's work to be done to further improve that. So, um, you know, that's what our focus is on. How do we continue to increase public confidence in RNZ? I also just want to acknowledge that um, uh, something that has not been emphasised as much as I would like is the fact that um, uh, the vast majority of um, journalism and the reporting that comes uh, via RNZ is of an excellent standard. And we're just talking about a very small element of the uh, news output of the organisation
0: has a journalist in this particular case is is he the full guy here because this report founds really a lack of editorial oversight insufficient training potential issues with people being overworked and in an over in an isolated working environment and when I spoke to that journalist on the day um, this all came to a head he was adamant that no issues had been flagged with him so is he the full guy in this
1: uh, Lisa, I n- never want to find uh, an individual to um, um, lay responsibility uh, with or you know, identify a poor guy. I have uh, empathy for the uh, journalist and his situation. Uh, he felt that he was doing the right thing. He'd been doing it for a long period of time. Uh, the report clearly identifies he didn't receive the uh, required level of training, support and oversight. So I think there's some significant questions that we, as an organisation, do need to be asking ourselves. And also, um, uh, uh, if I can just conclude, I think you know there needs to be a balanced uh, view and a level of empathy applied here as well. So, um,
0: well, did um, RNZ uh, let him down, Jim?
1: To a certain extent, uh, we would do, which uh, we did do, which is in the report. Um, uh, the fact that um, uh, he was not clear on the parameters of the um, the Reuters contract and what was um, uh, uh, able to be um, actually changed or modified, uh, what those parameters were. The the reporters also states that the training um, uh, wasn't um, provided along with um, the ability to uh, refer upwards, which is a protocol in in journalism that um, needs to be adhered to. Uh, There are several other uh, areas of improvement that were identified by the report. So I I have empathy for for what's occurred to the uh, journalists involved in the situation.
0: So has RNZ got the experience it needs on its digital team?
1: I uh, can't answer that that question uh, because the report didn't actually refer to the level of experience. It referred more to systems and processes and also the... Um, the the culture um, that existed between the digital team and the the news division team. um, That's a question that you'd need to, once again, put to the Chief Executive.
0: So is changing the structure and editorial processes all that is required here?
1: I I think there are 22 things that are required here, uh, and and they were clearly laid out in the the recommendations and the report, but I think a critical one is integrating digital news uh, with um, um, the news division so that uh, there's far greater alignments of um, the work that's been undertaken, the protocols are being followed, the editorial policies are not uh, just um, uh, being understood, but they're actually being put into practice, all the things that were covered in the report. So I think it's not just a simple fix. And uh, to that end of um, uh, discussing, Uh, On behalf of the board with the chief executive, our commitment to getting uh, all 22 recommendations implemented as quickly and effectively as possible.
0: So, Jim, was it worth almost a quarter of a million dollars to find that out?
1: Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely, uh, Lisa. And I say that on the basis that the New Zealand taxpayer uh, is investing over $70 million a year in its uh, public media entity and uh two hundred and thirty thousand four hundred dollars is a reasonable investment to actually identify what we need to do to improve teamwork to improve um, uh, the effectiveness of the organization and to make sure that it's uh, fit for the uh, fit for future I think it's also uh, given us a, a very clear blueprint of what we need to do as we move to um, uh, towards our new role as the the lead uh, public media organisation in the country and, uh, and I think that's invaluable and um, let's not um, overlook the fact that um, we've had three of the most um, uh, preeminent people uh, associated with the media sector um, undertake this review so I think um, uh, the investment's been a very worthwhile one.
0: Kia rara. Thank you so much for your time. That is the RNZ Board Chair, Jim Mather.